on this episode of the 33 and a third percent podcast we are recording this just less than 24 hours removed from the show that didn't really change anything the aew dynamite from last night tony khan kept pushing forbidden door forbidden door and what we got was lackluster to say the least the guys and I talk about it with me today is Tony Big Evil Sirachi and Mike Lucky Strike Tobin. We were recording this in the afternoon. Tony had a long overnight shift at work, but we are ready to go to talk about everything AEW Dynamite. And we also quickly review the Royal Rumble from a couple weeks ago to see how we feel about where everybody's getting placed on the road to WrestleMania. All that and more right here on this episode of the 33 and a third percent podcast. Welcome to another edition of the 33 and a third percent podcast. I am Shano Makazowski. Along with me today, an army of one, Tony Big Evil Sirachi. After working an overnight shift, he decided to grace us with his presence today. Um, it is noon on the East Coast on Thursday afternoon. Tony, how are you doing? I'm extremely tired. Exactly. <laughs> That's where we're going to make this a nice, quick, easy show for the listeners out there in podcast world and just joining us just joining us unexpectedly i didn't think it was going to happen i didn't get a text on the group chat but here he is mike lucky strikes hoven mike how you doing today i'm doing the run in to save the show baby (laughs) (laughs) sounds good well so uh, we literally just got started uh so i just introduced tony begeevil sirachi working overnight he's here with us today um he didn't get to watch a little bit of it He didn't really get to watch a lot of AEW last night, um, yeah, or any did. of it. But yeah, he didn't. Uh, he heard it was limitless. And uh, Tony, I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, on Keith Lee now uh, in AEW. I mean, it, it's basically the same as all the other WWE guys showing up. It's I like AEW. Don't get me wrong, but like Tony Khan is proving that he has an unlimited checkbook, and he's just going <laughs> to sign everybody that gets fired. I hope they do something with him instead of just like sign him, give him a nice run at first, and then like Miro, Miro, don't see him again, <laughs> or put Matt, or put him in the outside like Matt Hardy recently. Right. Well, during during that match, he had it with Isaiah Cassidy of Private Party for uh, the right to be at the Revolution uh, ladder match, six live on pay per view. Keep saying March eighth, so. I can finally correct myself. Thank it is the sixth. It is. It is the sixth. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, that uh, Matt Hardy was really upset that he like, Keith Lee's here, and he was like pulling his hair out, getting upset at at, at Isaiah Cassidy for not uh, performing well in the match, and like walks through the crowd. And I thought, All right, we're gonna get Jeff Hardy later on tonight, or Jeff Hardy. Yep. Matt Hardy just walked through the crowd, and they didn't really talk about it, and that was it. Keith Lee won. And- uh, Matt Hardy went on Twitter and he's teasing the broken gimmick again. He goes, I might be broken. Yeah. I'm with well, that's you. Why, that's, why, that's, why, that's why you guys are my Twitter. I don't know if he blocked me yet, so we'll see. Have to see. Yeah, Tony, I don't know if you heard. People have blocked Lucky Strike on Twitter. Not a surprise, but. Um, Who did? A uh, like- there's been several accounts, many of which are just basement dwelling jabronis that don't matter to anybody. <laughs> but uh, the big one that banned me was, uh, or blocked me, was Wrestling Purists. 
I guess he got tired of me calling him out all the time, but I never say anything threatening. I don't threaten these people. I don't hurl that bad insults at them, so I don't know what the problem is here. That bad insult. Yeah, I still insult them. I mean, you're a clown, you're a moron. Like, are you, have you ever watched us? You know, shit like that, but nothing like, uh, you know, I'm going to fuck your mother or something. That's good. Huh? It's, a, it's, a, it's a large leap, Tobin. It is a large <laughs> leap. I'm not arguing that point. But, you know, I try to keep it a little classy. I don't need to stoop to their level. That's for sure. You're not gonna be. You're not gonna be petty and block people. No, no, I don't block anybody. Bring it on. I'll take you. So I'll give it right back. I don't, to you. I don't know if I asked this on the last show, which will be uploaded. Both will be uploaded uh, today, right directly after the show. Pretty quick and easy edit. Um, on our Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcast, it'll be on that site uh, ASAP right after the show. Um, hit us up on Twitter at 33 and a third pod and Instagram on 33 and a third pod. Yeah. Um, also, an AW Dynamite last night, the, apparently the show that changed it all. Um, <laughs> uh, Inner, Inner Circle uh, is probably on their way to break up. Uh, Santana and Ortiz spoke their piece last night, and uh, they did really good on the mic. You usually don't hear those guys on the mic, but Santana did really well explaining his case and saying that Jericho is self-serving. He's all about himself, which I don't know why took him long to realize. Um, he always has been. That's always been his character. Um, but what I liked from it was uh, Jericho said, it looks like we got uh, the wrong guys from LAX. And uh, before he ended the thing, you have homicide and Hernandez's number. Santana chokes Jericho, <laughs> and uh, they went on their, their their separate ways. But next week it's going to be uh, Hager and Jericho versus Santana Ortiz. So I'm I like it mainly because I've been wishing for a while that Santana Ortiz would finally get their due and separate from the inner circle, and they can get the tag titles finally. Yeah, they I are like pretty good. Fact. I like it, the fact that a, a stable is finally breaking up in AEW because they have like 50 of them. A lot of them Everyone's yeah. in a stable, Tony. That's just the cool thing to do, apparently. Mm. The Dark Order uh, should break up too, but I don't know what that would do to Dark and Dark Elevation. So. The The Dark Order should have died right after Brody Lee did. I'm sorry. It, it, it just doesn't make any sense. It's over. Yeah, I End think they were shit. trying to get Wyatt for a while and then it's just like not, not coming to fruition. The same guys, they can go on the very way as well. Um, and then, uh, I guess quickly to uh, talk about Wardlow, uh, the crowd is quickly uh, changing their tune with him. He's becoming a, a fan favorite with his uh, power bomb orchestra, as he calls it. He beat um, Butcher last night because the blade's always injured. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, to be honest, I've, he's, I think he's wrestled twice in the past like six months. Um, so Butcher's out there with the Andrade Hardy Family Office, the AHFO. Andrade is part owner now. Um, and so Wardlow is getting over because he's getting tired of MJF's antics, and I'm looking forward to seeing them face off. And then Wardlow uh, getting a potential title shot, or at least a TNT title shot. Um, he's a big bastard. I know you would like that, Tobin. So I do. Um, he probably needs a little help on the mic, uh, but just give him a, give him a talking head uh, and see what, see what happens. Or he can just be on his own work on himself, and then um, to end the night, they had the Texas Death Match in Atlantic City. Uh, it was... <laughs> it was a bloodbath. It, it was a bloodbath. It was violent. Um, it was, I think, a little too much blood for me, and I'm you know, I'm an ECW fan. Um, and, and 
hardcore fan, but at the same time, um, if I wanted to watch hardcore stuff like that, I would just tune into um, CCW or G- Game Changer Wrestling. Garbage championship wrestling. Garbage championship wrestling. Um, um, it was a good match. Lance Archer uh, did well. Uh, I was listening to the Busted Open podcast yesterday, and he was really he he played the part well. He was really confident he was going to get the win. He's undefeated in Texas death matches. As weird as that sounds, uh, <laughs> and uh, he, okay. is, he he mocks for the IWGP US title, uh, uh, and eventually. Eric- Eric Bischoff made a comment about the uh, Texas uh, death match. God, he probably hates it. He, hates he, he goes, it's over. He goes, blood in wrestling is just ineffective due to overuse, but can also discourage advertisers. That's true. He's it's right. overdone. It's overdone at nauseum, he said. You're supposed to, it's supposed to be a special thing for somebody to get color. Instead, it's every fucking match, somebody's blading clearly on camera because they don't know how to cut. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's going to take away the sponsors. Um, I think Tony Khan's a little bit better businessman than that. But, um, yeah, it doesn't have to be, you know, deathmatch all the time or blood or, you know. I feel like blood should be saved for a big moment or the pay- or pay-per-view. Like, not I, not I a agree. Texas deathmatch in what city again? <laughs> Atlantic City. <laughs> <laughs> they could just call it an Atlantic City deathmatch. Wrestling, uh, historical big wrestling town. To be quite honest, I had no idea until you busted open podcast said it yesterday. I guess I got well, WrestleMania four and five, right? Yeah, WrestleMania four and five. I mean, that was Trump, Trump Plaza, but I just thought it was just a relationship between Trump and, and wrestling, not wrestling rich history. Yeah, and not like Greensboro or Chicago or New York. Did but they ever? Say, did they ever say why their first match, Page and? Uh, Archer was a fucking Texas death match. Like in the two week build to this, like did it really escalate to the point where they had to be in a death match together? And they just had like a standard ratings, Toman. Ratings. Match? Yeah. I I expected the match to be first. So the the match actually not being at the eight o'clock hour was surprising to me because AEW historically has put you know, big matches at eight o'clock to get the ratings. Um, you know, not a huge deal when you're going up against the Olympics. Um, I mean, the Olympics have been um, going downhill quickly this year. Um, but, yeah, you're still going up against some um, heavy hitters. Um, but uh, I'm kind of glad it was on Wednesday because tonight, no offense to AEW, they probably would have got beat by NFL honors. Um, <laughs> on Thursday. So, good for SmackDown for switching and good for AEW for being on Wednesdays. Um, but, yeah, this match was the main event. It, it, it happened started around 9.45, so... Uh, Corey and I were watching, um, and then Lucky Strike joined in uh, a little bit after that, and they only they only gave him like ten minutes, which it was kind of writing was on the wall that nobody was going to come out. Uh, but then at the very end, uh, finally right at the end, uh, that uh, Adam Cole came out, gave Adam Cole a title, and gave him a pat on the back, and then walked walked away. So more to come on that. Maybe Revolution main event. Adam Cole finally gets his due. Um, oh God. He paid his dues to open and work his way up. Now he's getting the title shot. I paid my dues. Baby. So that was, so that was, that was AEW in a nutshell last night, Tony. I didn't really miss uh, much, but I want to reiterate, I am a AEW fan. Uh, but when you say it's the show that changed it all, God damn it, I want to change my mind. So, 
Keith Lee didn't change my mind. Like Keith Lee, I'll keep up with the product for the podcast and my wrestling enjoyment, but that didn't really change anything for me. In the words of Smug SOB this morning, I woke up and wrestling is still exactly the same. Nothing changed. Or worse. Give it a few more more weeks and uh, Keith Lee's wife will be in the company too. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'll see why not. That'd be, that'd be good. That, What's her name? That, Mia Yim? Yeah. Yeah. Head head baddie in charge. Oh. Um, so, Tony, I guess uh, the question to ask you is what would have kind of set you off as a wrestling fan uh, if it was the night that changed it all? Like, what was your, what would be your fantasy booking for AW? Uh, I, I don't know. There's been just way too many debuts that nothing would ever surprise me at this point now. Every every other week it seems to be like a, a debut and it's kind of like okay, I'm not shocked by this. They were fired. Sooner or later it's going to be uh, Killer Cross that shows up. But like, yeah, I don't know what would actually be like this is the greatest thing I've ever seen lately. Because there's no surprises anymore. As you say every week, it seems to be the internet destroys everything. Yeah, I think well, I think what got me like looking at fantasy booking would be uh, there was like small rumors that like Shane McMahon or Triple H were gonna show up, and I was like, <laughs> like okay, I mean Shane McMahon would make sense. Where like a buddy of mine at work were like fantasy bookings, so, like if Shane McMahon came out on like he did on Nitro and came out like Tony Khan come out to start the show and be like, hey, we have a big signing, and then. Some sort of a rendition of the money music comes out. I feel like every <laughs> AEW fan would mark out and they'd be so excited. They would not do uh, Shane McMahon. I'll add, I'll add to your uh, fantasy booking with Shane McMahon where uh, he comes out and he is the one that's been backing Tony Khan this whole time with exactly. with, yeah. with with daddy's money. <laughs> right. I don't know. I think it'd be a big, oh man, like WWE, like if, if anything ever happened where WWE was actually helping AEW or with AEW and it was just all at work, you know how heartbroken all those AEW fans would be? They so would, would, I would literally think would half of them would take the bridge, dude. It's, they hate <laughs> WWE and Vince McMahon that much that they would yeah. probably take the bridge just so there'd be less WWE fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking did of WWE, did, did, did anything happen? Last night on uh, Impact, that not it, wow, Impact, uh, Dynamite, um, between Brian Danielson and John Moxley. No, nothing at all, actually. They wrestled FTR. Moxley and Punk wrestled FTR. Did, but Danielson, yeah, had, he was not on the show at all. No, he wasn't even on the show at all. Okay, let's wait to continue. That's a, that's that was actually on. a very good question. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I didn't even notice that. Like, I knew they were. You know, Danielson's coming out when Mox came back from rehab, and he's been like looking at him from the crowd. And you know, I haven't seen the uh, thing went face to face in a promo yet. I haven't seen that yet. But well, are either one of them in that ladder match? Not yet. So chances another are another probably... goddamn ladder match you're doing. So they're probably going to have a match at uh, the pay per view then. Yeah, Tobin. That's what um, Keith Lee won the right to be in that match. Uh, I, I knew it was a right to something, but I didn't realize it was yeah. a. Yeah, it's Basically, a final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once again, the uh, ranking system doesn't matter. <laughs> no, not when you can have a fucking ladder match or battle royal every goddamn time, or just come out and attack the champion and get your fucking title shot like Archer did. Hey, yeah. 
deserves the AW tag team title shot against Jurassic World. <laughs> Jurassic World. <laughs> Jurassic World. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Uh, all right, so speaking of WWE, the uh, Royal Rumble happened. Uh, a couple yeah, it did. Ago. It did. Uh, and I wanted to get – I got a little bit of uh, Lucky Strike thoughts last night. Uh, we can start with the Rumble matches. So uh, with the women's match, R- Ronda Rousey debuts, re-debuts, and wins. Um, and then eventually she is facing Charlotte at WrestleMania for his title, SmackDown Women's title. Um, and then Brock Lesnar wins the men's Royal Rumble. And, of course – uh, after getting screwed over by Reigns earlier in the night to Bobby Lashley winning the title, um, Lesnar and Reigns at WrestleMania. But before that, we have a Saudi pay-per-view in Elimination Chamber, and Lesnar is in that match going for the title. So I guess, Tony, two questions for you. Number one, did you were you entertained by of the – wow. Were you more entertained by the women's or the men's Rumble? And number two, do you think it will be title for title at WrestleMania for the men? Um, I was not entertained by either one of these because they were highly predictable. Um, I'm, I miss when a Rumble match was like, you know, exciting. And this these two Rumble matches were not exciting. The women's match had more surprises, if you can call them surprises. Ivory, man. Love it. Right to censor <laughs> Ivory was hilarious. That was awesome. Uh... Kelly Kelly, who's not Kelly Kelly anymore. Um, <laughs> She's her, real tired, brother. She's still real tired. Her, her elimination was hilarious. Yeah. Where she just plants it right to the ground and doesn't move. But, like, the men's rumble was, like, it was not worth watching because we all knew Lesnar was going to come out and win the match. Well, when you have the final, final four, one of them is Bad Bunny. Something. <laughs> Well, well, let me let me ask you this question: uh, When was the last time an up and coming superstar that wasn't already established, make it clear, won the Royal Rumble? Not counting Drew McIntyre. Not counting Drew McIntyre. I can't tell you. I was either going to say that or AJ Styles ever won the Rumble? No, no. So then, no. Um, uh, when has up and comer won the Royal Rumble? I mean, I. That wasn't already established. Yeah, it's, that's tough. I can go all the way back. I can only think of going all the way to um, 97 when Austin won his first. Because that's really what started the whole Austin 316 movement. And besides that King of the Ring, this was the beginning of it. And then King of the Ring is where it launched. And then obviously in 98, he was established, but like he won the Rumble and won the title later on. Batista. Mm. You know, five. Yeah. yeah, but but Batista was like established because he was an evolution. But as a single superstar, I think I would be able to accept that. Oh, uh, along with Austin. Like, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not disagreeing with Austin either. Um, I mean, I think you guys question. are leaving out the young up-and-comer Vincent Kennedy McMahon that won in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, he lost his spot because he got screwed by the big show out of his WrestleMania spot. But no, I mean, he not, was on. He, he, he screwed himself by saying, I'm a, I don't want to go to WrestleMania. Then, well, you know, Commissioner Michaels is like, well, here's what's going to happen then. Well, he's he's just a very humble worker. That's all. He just wanted he's to put the business over. <laughs> it's like, no, Vince screwed Vince. God 
Damn it. Damn it. I tore both my quads get into the ring. I'm a genetic (laughs) jackhammer. Yeah, he's that genetic genetic jackhammer we all know and love. Now now his eyes are sunken in and he's very old. He is old. His mother died at 100, so he's going to live for 30 more years. I think she's 104 or something. I was like, I can't believe she's still alive. She said she looks so little. Vince is going to live to like he's 300. We watch. He's just going to be in a chamber and be like, all right, here's how it's going to go now. Yep. When did Vince's dad die? Like in the 80s, right? Maybe. Maybe, 80s, maybe, maybe 90s. I, I don't remember seeing anything on like wrestling TV when it happened. They didn't do a lot of dig. They didn't do well, a lot of. Um, we lost Tobin. Yeah, we lost Tobin. Um, but we'll wait till he gets back on. Um, yeah, I didn't see a lot of. Uh, they, uh, Vignettes or tributes back in the day. He died in 1984. 1984. Wow. Right, right before WrestleMania 1. Um, so, yeah. So, um, Tobin. Hey, I'm back. Welcome back. Someone tried Tobin. calling me and I ignored the call and it kicked me out. So, yeah, get you off. To so, answer your uh, question, Tobin, it was 1984 that he died. Yeah, I didn't know that. Before. So, he's been dead longer than we've been alive. And this <laughs> yes. mom just died. Think about that for a yeah. minute. That's wow. wow. So the question that I posted to the guys last night, Tony, was do you think uh, that Lesnar will win the title, be title for title, and they're going to have one unified world title for the company? Um, do I think it's going to be title for title? Yes. Do I think it's going to be a unified title? No, it'll probably be like the whole Becky Lynch thing. <laughs> Brock, Brock two belts, or, or Roman two belts. I'll have to buy that shirt for Corey. Yeah, it, it's, pro- it's probably going to be that kind of situation where he defends both titles and he'll end up losing one, keeping the other one. Yeah, it makes sense because of ratings. That's what that's what uh, Tobin said last night. I I unfortunately have to agree with it. It's about ratings, but it just seems to me if you have a big roster of guys going for one world title, it's not saturated. There's not really a lot of guys that can go for it, but at least you have one title to go for instead of two. But they like uh, to split the rosters to have less creative control. Not to mention, this is like the best that Brock Lesnar has been in a long time. Oh, that's true. Right. Yeah, especially with holding his own and, and now officially on his own without Heyman being there. Well, do you that's see? Made how do you, how do you see that storyline ending? Do you see Heyman at WrestleMania like joining Brock Lesnar again and going like this was the plan the entire time? I mean, I think they've already exhausted that option. I mean, would I be surprised? <laughs> Absolutely not. It's going to be creative. Um, but I think he clearly picked the side of the tribal chief when he gave the title to Roman Reigns, the Royal Rumble, because he already had that choice. Roman was over him. I think the plan the whole time was to think that Lesnar, Heyman was on Lesnar's side, and then Lesnar got screwed. But they haven't really talked about it since. Just like, no, they really yeah, they haven't talked about Heyman at all. It's like, I'm going after you, I'm going to the Elimination Chamber, and it's going to be title for title. And then for Bobby Lashley, Tony, book something for me because WWE Creative won't. <laughs> And that's not my words. That's WWE creative reports are saying that they have no idea what to do with Bobby Lashley for the title. What a, what a shock. They didn't have anything to do with Big E, too, but whatever. Which, by the way, not to sidetrack, the Big E singles run is now officially over. Oh, it's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, it died and real quick. And apparently a lot of people backstage are really upset about it. 
Well, the, he he brought nothing to the table that changed anything. The ratings didn't go up; they actually went down. His merch didn't really sell all that well, so you know what? It's no shock that this is how it goes. I said when he won it. Remember when I said I said if he could be more of a monster badass as opposed to a goofball that gyrates and throws pancakes, he might get over. But he didn't do that. <laughs> gyrates and throws pancakes. Sorry, you're a comedy act, not a world champion. That's just how that works. I mean, it, it worked for uh, Kofi. No, it didn't. It, it, it did. He, he, he had a title for a good six months. Oh, yeah. Six months till Brock Lesnar fucking beat him in three seconds. Well, that's yeah. because of Vince McMahon. Well. Get over here, Brock. Beat him real quick. Make wrestling great again. But like, what you said what's next for uh, Bobby Lashley? Yeah, I'm like, he's, he's going to lose the title in the Elimination Chamber to Lesnar and then go on his merry way. Pretty much. Yeah, I don't. I mean, if, if Lesnar wins the title, like, what is the end game here? Just having them fight title for title, then whoever loses the title, just, you know, he picks one title and then, like, all right, we'll have a tournament for the one. We'll have a, a special, special summer tournament. Or, or, the summer, the summer or, or they can have a ladder match. Oh, no. So, How about a you said, battle man, royal? <laughs> Just have another Royal Rumble pay per view in, in May. Oh, that just means Rick uh, Flair will have to come up. Rick Flair would have to show up and win it. Woo! No, I said they might have more plans for Flair than they do for Lashley. Probably. I said. I said last night, Tony, that they're going to do uh, Goldberg and Lashley for the title at WrestleMania. That's going to be my. That'll be their third match. So Lashley's keeping the title at Elimination. Oh, I'm definitely saying he's keeping it, yeah. Okay. You don't, um, need, you don't need I don't, the title. And you could have another marquee match on in, two unless days. unless Goldberg signs another contract, he's already stated that he only has one match left and this is it for with Roman Reigns. Wow. He only had like he was interviewed like a couple months ago, like a month or so ago. And he says, I only have one more match on my contract. And apparently this is the Roman match. And what a place to do it in Saudi. Without a contract in AEW, okay? I think Bill can do it here. <laughs> Come on, Bill. Work without a contract, it'll be okay. Just keep well, we'll see. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll ju- he'll judge it after his performance in Saudi to see if it's any good. We'll just have to see, won't we, Tony? Yes, we will, Tobin. Yeah, Elimination Chamber, uh, about a week, a little over a week away. I think it's it, next week. It's next Sunday, right? Next Saturday. Thursday, Thursday maybe. To, to is Saturday. it like another like 12 a.m. show or something? No, it's gonna, I think it's going to be at 2 p.m. Okay. Hold, on. Hold on. I'll look, yeah, it look it up. Come on, guys. I don't have any laptops here. I just have my phone. And if anybody calls me or I get off of here, I'm kicked out of here. Okay. It's, it's Saturday, February 19th. Wow, it's on Saturday. All right, and what I time? believe I believe it's at noon. Okay, oh, noon. Wow. Well, I already got to work, so that should be fun. Um, First off, wait a minute. Hang on. First off, we're gonna. I want to make this comment because we're talking about the elimination chamber. Uh, the competitors are Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, Austin Theory, and fucking Riddle. Fucking Riddle. Riddle's in. Mother puss bucket. 
I don't care. Bro, you like, need to chill like out, people. man. You say funky Um <laughs> Rookie of the Year. Good good movie. Check it out. Um so moving on to the women though. Are you guys looking forward to Ronda Rowdy, Ronda Rousey, and Charlotte Flair or Becky Lynch and the returning Lita at WrestleMania? It's not it, that's not gonna happen at WrestleMania. Lita's getting the match at Elimination Chamber. You think they're not going to just have another match at WrestleMania? No, because there's an Elimination Chamber match at Elimination Chamber with the women, and the winner goes to WrestleMania. I thought hmm. Lita already. I thought Lita challenged Becky Lynch on Raw. Yeah, at Elimination Chamber. Yeah, one on one. For the title at Elimination Chamber. Okay, so I think we're just and then. <laughs> and and then um and then there's also going to be a, a all women's elimination chamber match with the winner for, going to WrestleMania to face Becky Lynch or uh, whoever Raw champion is. Uh, all right, so it's going to be a triple threat match. So how do you feel about <laughs> and Becky Lynch at WrestleMania? <laughs> all I know is I I read the raw results from this past week and it ended with Lita and Becky Lynch and I watched Raw from two weeks ago and it ended with Lita challenging her and I was like, man, this is where we're at in wrestling. No disrespect to the women, but this is where we're at. So yeah. Right, it's so. gonna be it's gonna be Bianca Belair. They're setting it up already. Yeah, Bianca Belair, they're setting it up. She gonna she gonna regain the title. She gonna lose. <laughs> That's gonna be some issues in WWE. How long has Bex had the belt since SummerSlam, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Bianca wants that revenge back. She hasn't really gotten her is correct do even though they had a match right after SummerSlam. Pretty much. <laughs> right. It's so, uh, yeah, this is this is where the women's division at they're gonna call a Hall of Famer and be like, we need something different. Can you can you go? And Lita's like, sure. <laughs> well I think one of the Saudi kings wanted to have China there, but obviously they <laughs> that off. And Trish Stratus is too busy doing a TV show, so that breaks yeah, Tobin's she's, heart. She's a star. That's what said on Twitter. She is. She's a I mean, she's freaking TV show. It's true. She's a star. I mean, you got to just accept that. That's just the way it is. She, uh, <laughs> she is a star. Um, but yeah, so going from there, because you have so you have the women's title matches. So you have the you have the tag team champions, Alpha Alpha. Wow, Alpha Academy. Um, and I feel that Chad Gable is severely underrated and is doing probably the best mic work. He's has done in his career and Otis is just as good but I I see myself gravitating towards Chad Gable even more like during the storyline with RK Bro which is really entertaining it's it's good to see the former Shoddy G has uh, really upped his game here yeah absolutely sheesh Shorty G Shoddy G that was fucking embarrassing yeah but you know what he he paid his dues. He, didn't he did. Didn't cry. And, yep. he, and he's hopefully he's not going to ever go for the world title, um, but he'll stay in that world title tag team title picture. Yeah, I never. I don't even see him going for either U.S. or Intercontinental gold. I could definitely see him as a no, mid card champion. Yeah, mid card champ. But I mean, maybe maybe the, maybe the twenty four seven title. I wish. Maybe the twenty four. Don't don't disrespect Chad Gable like that. <laughs> right? Twenty four seven title won by Dana Brooke. 
she finally get her dues. Is she yeah. still the champ? I think. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's she's embarrassing. She's <laughs> she's excited to be twenty four seven champ. It's kind of like being in like the 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 LWO. Are you excited to be in the Latino World Order? No, <laughs> no one gave a shit. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of speaking of LWO, speaking of Eddie Guerrero, all right. Oh man, they said it finally (laughs) on on a wrong. The Miz, thank God, thank God we got the Miz. The Miz uh, said that Dominic was a little taller than Ray. Is is Ray sure that Eddie is not his father? And uh, Tobin, (laughs) if you want to enlighten the listeners about what he's talking about. Well, you know, there was a uh, an angle several years ago. I want to say what, 2005, 2006, something like that. 2005. 2005, yeah. Uh, between Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio uh, over the custody of Dominic. Because Eddie Guerrero insisted that I am your papi. <laughs> and they had a lot of match over the custody of a, uh, you know, a child. And uh, Ray did win, which is why he has his son Ray with him now. But I still think that it's Eddie Guerrero's kid. Ray did win. He has custody of his son now. Well, yeah, I remember it was like it was like the second or third show we'd ever did. You're like, it was a ladder match for custody of a of a boy. It was a ladder match. <laughs> it was a ladder match for custody of a child. <laughs> to which, to which, in the match, Dominic tries to push the ladder over, and he can't even budget. Because no. he's about like five or six years old. Poor little guy. He's in the middle of something. He's like, I don't know what's going on here, but Uncle Eddie and, and, and Ray are and here's how And here's how stupid some people are. They're like, it could be true. And it's like, have you seen Ray Mysterio without his mask? It's a they work. They look fucking idonic. <laughs> it's a work. It's a work. Jesus, it's a work. It's like, but other... what? Go ahead. I know, I'm just saying, any other odds and ends here? Because we can kind of bullshit all day long, but uh, Tony's got to get the beauty sleep, got another shift tonight. Um, and I don't want to take it too much longer for the listeners out there. Keep it keep it nice and tight, you know? Tight window here. Anything else to add for uh, AEW, WWE? Anything on Who the horizon you guys are looking forward to? Well, just because you didn't know that there was an elimination chamber match with the women, there's already been uh, five women already announced for it with a mystery TBA. Oh. So here's the list, Shane, because you didn't know. Uh, Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Dewdrop, Nikki Ash, and TBA. Who do you think is the TBA? TBA. It's going to be some I thought, I thought it was TNA. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Here comes Jeff Jarrett. Slap nuts. Don't piss me off. Um, Let's say this. I'm going to do some Corey Smug SOB booking here. It's going to be pretty simple. Lita's going to lose before the Elimination Chamber to Becky Lynch. And then she's going to win the Elimination Chamber going to WrestleMania. And then Bianca Belair is going to add herself in and say, I want my rematch. You sure to got. Because um, I'm the EST. And then that's it. So that's what I say. Well, she it's is an key. EST. Whatever the fuck that means. She's the greatest. The the, the best, the baddest, get it? It took me a while to figure it out. I was like, this is stupid. 
That is the dumbest fucking shit. <laughs> don't even explain it. <laughs> don't even explain. I should have even wanted to know what that meant. It's just, I can't believe I could you just didn't be a, know, but it's, no. that reaction is priceless. That's it. That's wow. the that is fantastic. That is the greatest reaction <laughs> I've ever heard about oh my like a gimmick. fucking shit I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> it's, this is where we're uh, at, Tobin. This is where we're at. Oh, Holy I know. Crap, I didn't, Tobin. <laughs> And I'm pretty oh. sure that I, this might even ruin more of your dreams, Lucky Strike. But that's not her real hair. I don't think. It's, it's I don't think it is. Yeah, and that what? just ruins. Yeah, right. I think it just ruins all girls' dreams. I was like, why? Why is she whipping this hair back and forth? I'm not talking about Willow Smith song either. Stop. What? what what's What's next, Shane? <laughs> You're going to tell me Yokozuna wasn't Japanese? He's part of the big-ass Samoan family. Not Samoa Joe's family. The big Samoan family. Yeah, the big one. The other one. Uh, oh, spe- where, where, yeah. When, yeah. When's he going to debut in AEW? No, it's only a matter me, of time. Yeah, uh, to me, you're talking about some big names. I would be, I'd be a little, little Marky Mark, a little Mark out for some Samoa Joe in AEW. Beat Adam Cole's ass. That Samoa cool. Samoa Joe would have been a much bigger name than Keith Lee. He is a much bigger. Oh, you're yes, talking about absolutely. From last night. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for like absolutely. last night, if they would have debuted Samoa Joe, you could at least be like, wow, that is a big is name. A, but... Get some tubas in there. Yeah, there it is. Yep. But, but the, I, the, I personally but... think Samoa Joe's wrestling career is over. I mean, I really don't. Unless it's just a WWE thing, not keeping him safe. But I really think he's got he's too banged up. I th- he's had so many concussions. Yeah. recently. But like, maybe that's just the protocol in WWE that they didn't want him to compete anymore. But yeah, it's Tony gone. He'll be like, "Let's go." <laughs> yes, things wrestling for Christ's sake. Why don't you just add yourself to the uh, commentary booth on Rampage? They need somebody else. Be six guys. <laughs> well, it's it's hard to hear everybody over Jericho going, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, shut up, <laughs> dude. Look at him. Look at him. Oh my god, what's going on? Like, what's that stupid idiot doing? Yeah, like settle down, Chris. My goodness, God. Um, yeah, who's, yeah. I mean, I so that was that was well worth it. I almost I almost ended the show, boys, and that that was it. That was the segment of all segments right there. <laughs> Who do you was it? What was it? The Tony greatest, the, the, the fastest, the bestest. <laughs> Shut up, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, who do you think the mystery TBA is? Uh, chances are it'll probably be Sasha Banks. Okay, I always forget about Sasha Banks. She's so wishy washy and in and out. I, I I never know when she's there. She's so she injury was- prone now. Yeah, is that what it like, is? This is bad as Ray Mysterio. <laughs> Ray Mysterio, the oh, not yeah. son of Dominique. <laughs> not father. Or father, yeah. Well, you know what I mean. You know, I mean, he's little, though. He could be a son. He could be. <laughs> but he's he just a little guy. He is just a little guy. Right. Oh, hey, uh, I did I did just want to make one, one last comment here to finish the show off. Uh, Tony Khan, you are a fucking idiot clown, <laughs> jackass no good motherfucker. You make the promises to the fans to change the business. You're going to open, reopen the forbidden door. And what did you do? You laid a big, fat, wet fart out and nobody gave a shit. <laughs> Fuck you. And your fucking loser fans. Fuck them too. Well, there goes, there goes our estimated six-person audience. Thanks, Tobin. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Was, was Keith Lee supposedly the forbidden door? No, it was well, it was the other guy. Who was that guy they got from Jay New White. Japan? It was Jay yeah. White. Switchblade, Jay White. How is that the forbidden door? They've got New Japan guys all the time. 
That is correct, Tony. I don't know. That's that's I even said last night. I I can't defend this decision here. So Tobin, once again, once again, Tobin, say another rant because I don't understand it either. It's yeah. it's just it's absurd, dude. It's it, now your name really is Tony C O N, not K A H N. You're you're just a con man. That's all you are. Right. I'm actually I'm interested to see what like so Tobin, you you sent us screenshots of what the Twitter world was saying, and everyone just up in arms in a good way over Keith Lee. It's like I like Keith Lee. I respect Keith Lee. I enjoy his wrestling, even his even his mic skills. I know he's a little monotone at times, but he's cocky. That's that's his character. But don't tell me it's the night that changed it all. It's not it's not Sabu and, and Taz lights go out, comes back on, and they, they stand around for a year, a year in the making. Like, come on. It's not I don't know. It's not rocking. It's not even rocking Cena. We had to wait a full year for that match. Like, come on. That's true. It's not the night that changed it all. It's the night that everything stayed exactly the same. Yeah, so. and several of the ratings, they're not gonna go up. They might go well, up they probably, on the anticipation. Yeah, they probably will. Yeah, they probably will. Like it'll be a good. It'll be over a million, but and then it'll but go yeah. back down. Yeah, I can't. I can't stop defending. I can't keep defending the special shows or special comments to get over a million, and then it's just sort of disappointing. Do you think it's, they're gonna do it's just a, ridiculous? Uh, you think they're gonna do a ski break um, episode <laughs> in like July in Florida? Yeah, I mean, I want to no. surprise Christmas in July. Yeah. Christmas of July. We're in Jacksonville. Gary's place. They're gonna they're gonna do spring breaker. Spring, spring breaker. Oh, here comes Braun Breaker. <laughs> we ha- we haven't talked about that in a hot minute. We, we gotta the- yeah we gotta get some NXT talk going here in the next show. Yeah, oh, I'll make I'll make one comment. Now. I'll make one comment about NXT. Really, Dolph Ziggler. Hey, he got a big pop, Bob. Yeah, there's 30 fans there. Of course, he got a big pop. There's more than that. Yeah, it's, it's, like a, sarcasm. it's like a ECW arena. But, like, but they nice. really have nothing to do with Dolph Ziggler on the main roster. It's like, do you want to go to NXT? Not really. Well, guess what you're going tomorrow. Oh, okay, thanks for asking. Bye. Well, they're trying, well, they're, they're trying to pop the ratings. Yeah, they're trying to pop the ratings for NXT 2.0 because I guess the, the only thing I'll say about NXT 2.0, we'll talk about it on, on a future show more in depth, is uh, reports from WWE saying they're not happy with the new and like the quote, quote unquote new and improved 2.0 product. Why? Because everybody's left the uh, NXT brand. Exactly. Like they 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 did what they wanted to do. That was their vision. They wanted to bring up new and upcoming superstars with a little bit of mix of old with Chapa. Then Johnny Gargano left, and no matter how much Tobin doesn't like Johnny Gargano, that's a big hit to NXT 2.0. And then Chompa's there with Broad Breaker. The last, last thing I, I watched was their buddies. And they were in a tag match against Imperium. Oh, so. oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just saw something like online that would make Tobin's head explode. Oh, yeah, please. Regale me with the story. <laughs> we're 45 there, minutes away. Let's keep going. There, there is a rumor going around that the paperwork has been filed for Tony Khan to run for the U.S. House of Representatives. <laughs> Yay, Tony Khan! In what world would you want to would you want to think that this guy could run anything? He can't run a football team. He can't run a soccer team. He can't run a pro wrestling business. Let him just be a rich kid clown like he is right now. I mean, if one thing I will say is if he does join, he would be joining a bunch of other con men. 
So Oh, that's a bit that's big time true. He might fit right in now that I come think of it. <laughs> that must be the only thing he can do is be a con man and promise people things and be like, ah fuck it. A bunch of idiots that don't know what they're doing. Yeah. This is gonna be the biggest year in the history of the United States. And it stays exactly the same. <laughs> this is the day to change it all. And it just stays exactly the same. Or it got worse. Yeah, I woke up this morning, guys, and wrestling was the same, if not worse, than yesterday. <laughs> That's a line of the day, baby. Corey's here in spirit. But, all right, guys, well, thanks for getting on, especially Tony. Thanks for getting on. Special special afternoon show, but when you listen, it won't be afternoon anymore, so it doesn't matter. Uh, but we got two episodes coming at you, one from last night, the live reaction special, or lack thereof reaction special for the AEW dynamite the night that didn't change anything and then today talking about some Royal rumble and uh, AEW. in the future as i said last night coming up our retrospective wrestlemania 2000 so tony watch wrestlemania 2000 don't watch it when we're on the air Got me? <laughs> oh, oh dude i don't have to watch it i remember everything about that I, I figured, I, oh here we go <laughs> big tough time talk whatever guy <laughs> Hey, Tobin, when you could come up with that saying, then you can comment it. Yeah, you're right. Shut up. Hangs and weights, whatever the fuck it is. Whatever the fuck it is. Just remember, Chester McCheeserton. Yeah, Chester. But yeah, we're doing WrestleMania 2000 as Tobin's pick for the retrospective series. And then we'll have a future show. We're in the future, Tony. In the future. Future, future. Uh, Future episode. And then we are coming up on a couple big shows. Obviously, Revolutions on March 6th. Uh, The Saudi show, Elimination Chamber, is February 19th. So it's a Saturday at noon on Peacock. I'm just going to keep saying things so we eventually get paid. Um, (laughs) And then NWA's got some big things happening. Um, I don't know if, if if that show happened yet with Cardona. And um, champion, I don't, know I don't think it did because I didn't see anything about it. But then again, it is NWA, so it could have happened. And no one would have even noticed. Oh, Tell me what's, what's going name? on with GCW? Trevor Murdoch. Trevor Murdoch. Sorry, disrespecting Trevor Murdoch. Sorry, Trevor. <laughs> you listen to the show. Tobin, what's yeah. going on with GCW? Uh, it's garbage. I, I, I did hear. I did hear <laughs> yeah, that Nick, Nick Gage was re-signed for whatever fucking reason. And uh, the, who did uh, – oh, we, we talked about Marcus Alexander Bagwell wanting to get into the GCW game. Yeah. And I oh, did yeah, hear – he, he wants to be in the art of the death match now. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Six time. Six time. Rookie of the six year. time. Rookie of the year. Marcus Alexander Bagwell, former Just... tag team champion with Scotty Riggs and the American Males. And He's I did bump, hear – is the re- stuff. And I did see a report uh, – Recently, that uh, Nick Gage unsurprisingly took money from a promoter and no showed an event. So that was good. He's a criminal. Yeah, he's a criminal. A bank more, addicted drug robber. Who's more of a con man? Is it Nick Gage or Tony Khan? No, it's definitely Tony Khan. Nick Gage offers absolutely nothing. So <laughs> he's not going to con you. You're just going to, this guy just sucks. And he does. Right. But we can, um, yeah. So future episodes, we'll talk about. All of the happenings in the the world we love and hate, and right now it's more hate. Mostly it's just hate, yeah. Mostly it's just hate, but we do this for you, the listener out there. Wherever you get your podcast, again, Twitter at thirty three and a third pod, 
hit up Tobin and talk good things about how Tony Khan's the man that changed it all. <laughs> hit up Tobin and then and then block him whenever he offends you. <laughs> at yep. Tobin and Tink on Twitter, people, please. Yep. Like, come come at me, bro, as the kids like to say. And then I'll make you cry and then you'll block me like the wusses that you are. Ooh, on Instagram, uh, 33 and 3rd Podcast for me, Shane Gazowski, Michael Strike Tobin, and Tony Big Evil Sirachi. We bid you do good night, good morning, good evening, wherever you are. We'll talk to you next time. Coming up next on the retrospective series of the 33 and a third percent podcast, Mike Lucky Strike Tobin is up and he picks WrestleMania 2000, his first pay per view. We will review all nine matches and the big matches of note, the main event, a McMahon in every corner, a fatal four way match for the World Wrestling Federation title, Triple H the champion, facing off against The Rock, Mick Foley, and The Big Show. The TLC match between the Hardys, the Dudleys, and Edge and Christian to continue their feud in putting TLC matches on the map. And we also have a two out of three falls triple threat match for the WWF Intercontinental title and the European title with Chris Jericho facing off against Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle. All that and more right here on the 33 and 3rd Percent Podcast presents Retrospective. <laughs>